Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 324. Three, two, four. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't, sound, doesn't sound as cool. It yeah. should be three, four, five. And we will get there. Might be a while, though. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, well, next year. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, it would be next year. We'll have a three, four, five. Well, it'll be neat and special, I'm sure, just as all the rest are. On this one, though, a lot of good stuff. No interview. Uh, we might be doing some getting back into those. Still not in the new studio. It's still under construction about two weeks away. So, yep. <laughs> yep. Under construction, and we are still underground. Yes. Uh, a lot of good stuff, though. Uh, two weeks ago was when we recorded the last two episodes. So, I'm sure Eric's been to some shows, and we'll have plenty to talk about as we get to that portion of the show. So, mm-hmm. let's get right into it. No reason to. Uh, yeah, no more beating around the proverbial bush. Let's uh, talk about some new albums. Yeah, let's do. So I'm going to go over a list of stuff that has been released. It's a pretty big list. So uh, July 3rd, Flanders 72 released Lucy Moved to London. Liberty or Death Records put out a compilation, Canines for Warriors, on the 4th of July. And they've already donated 300 bucks. So get out there. It's actually two compilations, uh, two full lengths. There's a shit ton of tracks on each. A lot of great bands. And it's like $7 is what you they're asking for. I mean, you can always donate more because, again, it's Canines for Warriors is the cause. So get out there and help them out in a little over a week. Uh, what are we uh, Just over a week, they've uh, raised 300 bucks. So let's help them triple, quadruple, you know. And you're going to get a lot of great tracks for it. Uh, then on the 5th, Paranoid released their Scum EP, S-U-C-M. The follow-ups released Not Alone, which is a single. Teresa Banks released It's Already Yesterday. On the 6th, the Fuzz Tones released I Put a Spell on You single, but there's two tracks there. Sad Park, they released No More Sound, and that's on Pure Noise Records on the 7th. Uh, several releases on the 7th, as that was last Friday. <laughs> what Goes Up. Oh, boy, have I got some for the 7th as well. I bet. What Goes Up released Laws of Gravity on Rad Girlfriend Records. Oil Changed released Unfinished. I forgot. I was gone, and so there's some stuff I need to check out. And that Oil Change one, uh, Unfinished, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And you can go find that on Dismantled Records and Truck Stop Toilet Records. I just got my oil changed. Nice. (laughs) The Battle Beats put out a split with Bart and the Brats. That's on Chickpea Records. And that split is called an International Garage Split, Volume 7. So if you're into that garage style music, you should check it out. Dummy Toys released War is Nightmare. The Pink Spiders released Freakazoid. Blackest Dawn released Blame, which is a single. Pink Spiders. I had no idea they were still around. Yeah. Wow. I haven't heard that name since, like, 2007. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Freakazoid just came out. Uh, also on the 7th, Blackest Dawn released Blame, single. It's on Upstate Records. Median Rot released Exit, which is a 7-inch on Alerta Antifascista Records. 
The Dick Dastardlies released a split seven inch with Necrotic Society. Then on the eighth, Rust released Double Denim and a Bottle of Bleach on Damn It Records. Scoondred released Wicked, which is a single. Snot released Fucking Headache, which is a single on uh, Little Willie Records. Also on the eighth, Insane Habits released For No Reason, which is a single. The Great Lie, they put out a new EP called Vertigo on the 10th. Lava Love released Love Sick on Pure Noise Records on the 11th. Ultrasect will be releasing The Resurrection, which is a 7-inch. That will be on LSM Vinyl on the 13th. Chamber released A Love to Kill For on Pure Noise Records, or will be on the 14th. More releases coming on the 14th will be Cutthroat with Fear by Design on Demons Run Amok. Baited will be releasing Cutting Teeth EP. Uh, Enzyme will be releasing Golden Dystopian Age on Hardcore Victim and La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. The Hazmats will be releasing Skewed View EP on Static Shock Records. Street Code will be releasing self-titled Street Code. Harry on the Bottle has a new release. I think it's self-titled. Excuse me. Allergies are kicking my ass today. Uh, <laughs> I think it's self-titled, but unsure. Crazy in the Brains will be releasing No Limit as a single and a music video, and it's the first of seven new singles with <coughs> the new lineup of the band. And they'll be on tour, too. Right. Oh, I have, I don't know what the actual release date is. I might, I might have goofed something up here. We were just talking about Pink Spiders. I also have them releasing Freakazoid on Pure Noise Records on the 17th. So it's either the 7th or 17th. I will confirm that for the next time. On the 18th, Fuerza Bruta, they're awesome. They're going to be releasing Contra on Warthog Speak and Mendeku Discock. On the 21st, a few releases, including Restraining Order, releasing Locked in Time on Triple B Records. The Oxys releasing Gener- Generation Irrelevant. That's what that next generation is probably going to be called. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> right? Uh, on the 21st, Wrong Life and Paper Rifles are going to be putting out a split called Last Words of an Optimist on Limited <coughs> Fun Records. Man, Paper paper Rifles. Paper Rifles. That's a great one. And also their title, Last Words of an Optimist. Right. Like, oh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's very <laughs> ominous. <laughs> Two more. Uh, one is also Blur. Yeah, that Blur. They're releasing The Ballad of Darren. It's probably The Ballad of Darren. I'm... I, yeah, it's probably the Ballad of Darren. The Ballad of Darren doesn't even make sense. I probably mistyped <laughs> that. And then finally, Orlando Furioso is releasing Voices on 1054 Records. That's all I've got for the next week or so. Eric, what do you got to add? A little bit. <laughs> on the uh, third, um, yeah, the Fantasy EP by the band Joy, that's J-O-Y, stands for Jobs on You, has been released. Uh, as I preluded, July 7th, I got a few different releases. Bees Trigger just released their album, Chapter 2. Median Rot released their Exit 7-inch. World Peace released... Released? <laughs> World Peace released It Is Written. And Ringworm released yet another single for their upcoming album, uh, Seeing Through Fire. This one called Thought Crimes. And, yep, it's pretty damn heavy. On the 10th, our local band P.S. Destroy This released a single called Pure Red. And on the 28th, Dead Heat's going to be releasing their Endless Torment EP. And remember, we were kind of uh, not sure when it was going to be released or if it was going to be an EP or an LP, but we know that two singles were out already. Well, there you go. July 28th, 
That's when to look for some new crossover thrash coming from down south. Oh, wait. No, 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 no. They're not from, they're not from the south. I think they're from the west coast. Or I could be confusing them with someone else. There's a, there's a lot of great crossover coming out. It's kind of <laughs> hard to uh, pinpoint where exactly they are from. Uh, but th that doesn't matter. What matters is that they are still around. They're still releasing new stuff. And <clears throat> those two singles kicked fucking ass. I'm hoping the rest of that endless torment is exactly what it is. Oxnard, California. Oxnard. There we go. Yeah, Nardcore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had a pretty... From what I read about, Oxnard had a pretty fucking brutal hardcore scene there back in the back in the 80s and 90s. I don't know how it is now. I mean, I don't know much of any bands that are coming out of Oxnard. Right. Except for Dead Heat, apparently. And <laughs> I can tell you from uh, firsthand, I've seen them twice, and their shows are not that violent. They're actually pretty fun. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so anyway, that's all I got for the uh, the newest releases. So, well, except for the one I'm going to talk about right now. <laughs> well, we got a lot of new ones uh, that come out. Yours is June. I actually have two July that are this later this week and one that's even in August. We have a bunch of cool stuff that we're going to talk about here in just a moment. So, Eric, kick us off. I'll kick us off. Uh, going back to our friends in Last Ride Records. They are just banging them out. <laughs> the latest of which is from a band called Mauler. And they're from Newcastle in Australia. And, you know, they haven't been around long. They've only been around a couple years. One of those, uh, uh, man, what do you call them? COVID bands? Or yeah, I think they're demo quarantine 20, bands. <laughs> demo 2021, I saw that uh, also came out on Last Ride Records. Yeah. So, so they were probably their first one. So, yeah, they were around that time, you know, pandemic bands. <laughs> Bandemic. <laughs> but, yeah, as you said, they released uh, one demo in 2021. And it's, uh, oh, let's see. Yeah, and now they just uh, got this uh, new promo under their belt, just uh, two songs. They don't have a lot of music coming out, but their music is pretty good. It's, uh, it's hardcore with a gritty power violence overlay in terms of uh, production value and vocal style. So, yeah, I feel it's, uh, you know, it's unmistakably a hardcore song. Don't get me wrong, but... It's got that certain amount of grit, grittiness to it that just sounds like it would come from, uh, how do I describe it? Some people with those uh, baggy patched up pants, you know, the patch sewn on with dental floss <laughs> <laughs> and maybe a couple of teeth missing, you know, maybe that's their guitarist. And the singer is, you know, wearing one of them fitted caps and cargo shorts and maybe a uh, uh, maybe a tank top. Nice. <laughs> maybe some gold chains for it as well. <laughs> it's like, yeah, power violence core. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that seemed to be becoming a thing, and I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. Cool. So anyway, I could I could be totally off the off the let's see off the mark with uh, how they present themselves. I don't know exactly what they look like or <laughs> what type of bands they're playing with, but this is some shit that'll get those hardcore kids uh, rolling around in the fucking pit. And this is one of their songs from their promo. It's called Disconnect. 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 Disconn
Australia, you got it going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for uh, um, most of the bands that are coming out from Last Ride Records down there. Like, uh, yeah, some of them are picking up a lot of uh, a lot of attention. I mean, the band Speed is now playing uh, This Is Hardcore. Nice. Yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty rad. I can't think of very many uh, hardcore bands that have come out from Australia in the last few years. And so, last ride, whatever you guys are doing, fucking keep doing it because the music you're turning out is badass. Right. And Mahler is just another, uh, <clears throat> another uh, fucking, <laughs> shit, I don't know. I don't want to say footnote, but another addition into their already impressive roster. <laughs> there, that ought to stick. Anyway, Dustin, what have you got for us? Well, first, uh, as a callback to last week's episode when we played Bo Daggett. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was nice enough to uh, comment what, how it was actually pronounced. Right. Sent an email as well. So I want to shout out to Jared. Uh, thank you for clarifying. And, and I want to clarify, Eric was accurate when we were throwing uh, a variety of ways that we could pronounce it. <laughs> I was accurate in one of those pronunciations. Yes, in one of them, yes. I think the first one you said was Bo Daggett like in Napoleon Dynamite. So Get off me, you Bo Daggett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But he was pretty keen on the French rendition, Baudager. <laughs> <laughs> he did mention he liked that. I'm like, well, I like it too. <laughs> it just it just sounds funny. Baudager. So in case you didn't see that on the post, I wanted to make sure I throw that out there. Uh, and shout out to Jared. And if you haven't checked out again on your own, I mean, go listen to Spotify and whatever else. Go support uh, the stuff you like in that track that we played last week was Blinded. Yeah. And if, yeah, unless you were a loser and didn't hear it on last week's episode. Right. <laughs> yeah. If you missed last week, tune in because it was cool. <laughs> That's one man band right there. That's what we're talking about. So, <clears throat> again, shout out to Jared. On to this episode. Got a bunch of new stuff. I'm going to play them in order that they are coming out. So, on the 14th, uh, the band Baited. B-A-I-T-E-D, Baited. They're releasing Cutting Teeth, which is an EP. They're from Charlottetown, PEI in Canada. And the I got an email from John Asher of Asher Media about the, the release, Cutting Teeth. I got that on June 15th. So I'm getting a little closer, a little bit, on, uh, on when we're able to get this <laughs> stuff in. But uh, again, it's coming out soon. Let's get into that track. Uh, my nose just keeps snotting, so instead of hearing me sniffle some more, let's listen to some music. Here's Baited with Molotov. We'll listen to snot sometime. <laughs>
You know, that sounded like a mix of hardcore and street punk, right? Yeah. Like, I can't exactly put my finger on the street punk side of it, but the tone just sounded right. It, yeah. just, it just sounded like, a, like some spiky jackets were doing the backing vocals. But, yeah, it was a hardcore song to begin with. Right. So... Molotov, I mean, Molotov, burn the fucker down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially in the end where it gets all, like, slamming and it's got those long riffs and just those booming drums. Yeah, that's definitely hardcore. But, yeah, for the most part, I was listening to it like, a, you know, this is kind of like a... This is kind of like if the casualties leaned into a bit more of the uh, NYHC side of things. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So that would have been... Uh, I think that's about as accurate a statement as I can get. At least on terms of how I heard it. Well, I think it's cool. Again, they're from uh, Charlottetown. Uh, go check them out. It's baited. That track was Molotov off of Cutting Teeth. Definitely it comes out to, this Friday. Definitely have to listen to more of that EP. I'm going to get that shit right now. Yes. Check it out. Uh, some more new stuff that will be coming. This one just a single, though. Uh, the band Small Town Syndrome. Uh, they released or will be releasing Matches to Ashes on the 15th. Again, like I said, that's a single. They're a band from Minnesota. They're a band from Minnesota that's going to be playing Rocklahoma 2023. So congratulations to them. And if any of you are out there are going to Rocklahoma, you'll be able to see Small Town Syndrome there. And it's S-I-N-D-R-O-M-E Syndrome. Uh, got an email from uh, Brian. And uh, that came on the 24th, and then the track followed uh, on a follow-up email on the 30th. Thank you to Brian. Uh, we're going to check out Matches to Ashes right now, so here we go with some Small Town Syndrome. If everything is all right, why you got to go and dance like me? The words you recite burning like a fuse to ignite me. Fight, fight, fight my adrenaline is what you need Kill me over one night, never stop until I'm down a full feed Matches to ashes, set to incinerate Look at me now, I've taken your rage bait Tongue is a switch knife Slashing at me until I bleed Like venom of a snake bite Injecting me with your chemistry A conflict you entice Blacks me in a cell I can never leave Give me 
me your last right Never gonna escape your insanity Matches to ashes Set to incinerate Look at me now I've taken your rage bait Matches to ashes Burn into agitate What do I do now? I've taken your rage bait Small Town Syndrome. Brian, thank you. Uh, it'll be available on the 15th on all streaming platforms, so check it out there. And if you are considering going to Rocklahoma, that is September 1st through 3rd in Pryor, Oklahoma. A lot of great bands, uh, kind of like a, a smaller version uh, just based on the number of bands, even though there's still like 30, 40 bands <laughs> that are going to be there. <laughs> just on this list I'm looking at, and it's at rocklahoma.com, but kind of like that sick new world that Eric went to in Vegas, a lot of bands like that, uh, you know, Godsmack, Pantera, Rob Zombie, Limp Bizkit, Bush, Chevelle, Corey Taylor, Daughtry, uh, Ministry, <laughs> Guar, P.O.D., Warrant. I don't know what Warrant. Warrant. Playing. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know what Warrant is playing since Janie Lane died like 10 or so years ago. Yeah, and on top of that, just uh, compared to all the other bands that are on there, <laughs> Warrant it kind of sticks out like a sore thumb. Well, I didn't finish reading. Also, Skid Row, L.A. Guns, Kicks. So that kind of goes along with those bands. So they, they don't stick out <laughs> quite so much like a, a sore thumb. Bullet Amazing. Boys are going to be on there. Steven Adler, all those bands kind of uh, fit that genre. Okay, yeah, but that's sort of like taking the... Uh, the flavor of the day bands from the 80s and the 90s at the same time. That's like a, <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> you're going to have a bunch of, uh, you're going to have a bunch of uh, Balden folks, you know, maybe these uh, dads <laughs> who uh, traded in their uh, teased hair for uh, bald spots and a beer gut. <laughs> and then you have all these other, uh, other overweight dads who, uh, you know, brought out their eyeliner and their fucking uh, baggy chain mail pants. <laughs> okay, not chain mail, but you know what I mean. Right. The pants that jingle when you walk. <laughs> well, so that's going to be very interesting. Yes, uh, that's where you can go see them if you're going to go check it out. Thank you, Brian. That's Small Town Syndrome. Got another new one before we get on to two other 2023 releases, but we're going to just 
you know, usually when we play older, lesser known bands. But both Eric and I just have a lot of new stuff to get to. So uh, I guess they're maybe they're lesser known bands for some of you. When we get there, first Half As Bad from Austin, Texas. They released, or will be releasing, sorry. I'm saying it as if they've already done it. They're not, not yet. August 17th, they will be releasing What You Hear Is What You Get. I uh, got an email on June 5th, so pretty far out in advance. So thank you to Otitis. Otitis? It's O-T-I-T-I-S. Otitis Media Records. Otitis? Otitis. Hmm. That makes more sense. Sounds weird when I, the way I said it. <laughs> I want to just say Otis, but that's not really it. So Otitis? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, the pronunciation of weird names. Otitis Media Records. I'm going to say that. So Yeah, it makes it sound more, uh, more it's got more grandeur to it. <laughs> I agree. Uh, thank you to them for sharing with us. Uh, the band Half as Bad Half as Bad has been a band since 2017. Go check them out. They are from Austin. We are going to check out a track that will be getting released on that What You Hear Is What You Get in August. That track is called We Can Do This. Check, 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 check. One, two, one. Naughty punk. Yeah. <laughs> snot nose punks. <laughs> no pun intended because I have a snotty nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We managed to work it in somehow. Uh, half is bad. They're from Austin. Go check them out. Uh, like I said, they've been around since 2017. That released those coming out on August 17th. What you hear is what you get. That was We Can Do This. I think that's track number seven on that LP. Thank you again to Otitis Media Records. Uh, we're going to get into a couple more tracks. I'm going to mention real quick, PAL Radio, it's out. It's been going. The Android app is running. You can go 
onto uh, slcpunkcast.com and then just on the front homepage there, click on Pow Radio. You can listen there. You can download other uh, sources to listen to it. And it has its own homepage that you can just pull up online and listen. So uh, right now, just a variety of streaming playlists. But very soon, I'm hoping tomorrow I get the Apple app sorted and then we'll have an app for Apple. We'll have it the app for all the others, so Android, we've got listen to it streaming pretty much any way you want, and we will have a variety of people mm -hmm. that are already interested in doing at least an occasional show, and maybe some people will be wanting to do a weekly show, and there'll just be a lot of punk music. It's going 24-7 all the time, no matter where you live in this planet, so... Uh, if you're interested in doing anything with it, reach out to us, let me know, and we will be doing live broadcasting from it pretty soon. All so, right. Uh, Isn't that fun, people? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, really looking forward to doing that. And that is on top of, in addition to, the PunkCast and uh, Punkanoi Worldwide podcast as well. We're not replacing It's just mm -hmm. more, 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 yeah. more. Give me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, kind of like, uh, kind of like Baruka salt. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it'll uh, be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Eric uh, will be joining and doing his own thing. Uh, however, often that works out for him as well. Like I say, haven't worked out a fine schedule, and at least for the first probably couple months, I'm going to say that schedule will uh, change. You can go over to Punkanoi Worldwide on Instagram and. Maybe on Facebook. I don't know. Uh, Maybe. I, I have a Punkanoi Worldwide on Twitter as well. I don't know what will be the easiest. But one of those, I'll probably post the, the schedule. So follow on those. Uh, whatever one is easiest to show whatever the weekly, daily schedules and shit are. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I'm not even sure yet. <laughs> I don't know either, but we're getting there. Just uh, as a reminder, it's there, and you can already listen to it. Eric, let's get into some more music, though. Uh, we're going to be playing more new music, even though maybe these bands are lesser known. I don't know. But typically, like I said, we usually play older, lesser known tracks. Not today. We're playing yeah. a lot of new stuff today. Well, I mean, practically uh, lesser known. Uh, the band that I chose is uh, World I Hate. And they, uh, yeah, they come stemming out from Milwaukee, yeah. Wisconsin. <clears throat> They're another one of those uh, pandemic bands. They formed around uh, uh, 2020, and they released their first EP that year, which is Collapse. And that was signed. That was uh, released through War Records, and I'd looked into War Records, and they had some pretty notable bands such as uh, Enforced and Strife. Cool. And Strife even released their last album that came out in April this year through War Records. So I'm like, Sweet. okay, they're pretty. They got some draw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they uh, just re uh, yeah. So World I Hate released their uh, uh, full album, their first LP. Um, on June 2nd, I have it down as. That album is Years of Lead. And it has some uh, beat down and power violence influence, you know, such as earth-shattering breakdowns with uh, grainy, distorted guitars. And though some... Uh, yeah, the it has uh, some elements of uh, punk and thrash. There are identifiable variables coming through that uh, uh, rather, dis rather discernible thick filter. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you can hear it when it uh, comes through, especially on this song, Meat Grinder. And Meat Grinder, it's, uh, the, it's a metaphor for the life of overworked individuals, such as you know being treated like meat, 
uh, only to only to be disposed of when they've served their purpose. <laughs> yeah, which is money when it all comes down to it. Right. It's like you make me money. All right, you're disposable. <laughs> and and yeah, the the singer he gets fucking pissed on this one. <laughs> like it's almost sounded like his vocals are about to fall apart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, I mean that the best way possible, but you'll understand when you when you hear it. It's just almost sounded like he's not getting out enough. <laughs> but but based on what I just said, it's uh well it's well versed in this uh in this uh, bit of lyrics that I pulled from the song, and it's not exactly uh it's not exactly part of a verse or a chorus or lyrics or something. It's in that part where it's like in this build up moment and the singer, the hardcore singer is just talking shit. <laughs> and and he goes saying, I'd like to take my hand and wrap them around your fat fucking neck. You wouldn't survive a day in this world if you weren't the ones writing the checks. I'm like, oh fuck yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, undercover boss that shit. <laughs> Old Ultimate undercover boss, like uh, strip them of all that they have and have them work the grind. See what it's like to be back to where you started. Right. Yeah. Anyway, this is the meat grinder. It's the closing track on their album, Year of Lead. So thank you, World I Hate, for being as pissed off as I am with uh, today's fucking modern working society. And, yep, we're going to listen to it and we're all going to get pissed together. <laughs> Die like the dead 
so much aggro in just two and a half minutes. <laughs> but that's the uh, that's par for the course in any fucking uh, hardcore song. <laughs> so yeah, that's World I Hate. And uh, yeah, if you listen to the rest of that album they got there, Years of Lead, they got a lot to hate. <laughs> so so yeah, good on them for keeping the uh, keeping the energy alive. Thank you guys. Keep going. Also, they'll be playing. Uh, I forgot plugging a show. They're playing at the Cobra Lounge in Chicago. So all you Chicagoians, <laughs> uh, if you like what you heard, then you got a new band to check out. And uh, after you get back from the hospital, tell me how crazy the show was. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be playing the K Cobras, which translates to what do you charge? I don't know. What do you charge? Yes. Maybe some uh maybe some pocket lint and a good and a tip of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you charge? AKA K Cobras. They're from Puerto Madryn, Chubut in Argentina. Hopefully I got that somewhat close. I think I got Puerto, right? <laughs> <laughs> Puerto. Puerto Madryn. Yeah, Shubut. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with that too. <clears throat> Shubut. Uh, they formed in 2018, reached out over Instagram about a month ago, and they released El Primero de Que Cobras, which translates to the first of What Do You Charge, or the first of the band, right? And uh, they released that on March 6th of this year, so that's why I put it in this category, because it's the oldest of the tracks that I chose, but it's only four months four months ago, so... Thanks to the band for reaching out, sharing the music, getting it on our radar. We're putting it on yours now. The track that we're going to play from El Primero de Que Cobras is Mi Barrio, Mi Club. Here goes.
Some nice little pumpkin roll. Right? <laughs> mi barrio, mi club. Mi barrio, mi club. Great stuff. Uh, go check out Que Cobras. Uh, again, they're from Argentina. Great stuff. Uh, go check out El Primero de Que Cobras. You can check out the rest on top of Mi Barrio, Mi Club. Eric, we have a couple uh, albums that we're going to talk about here in a moment. But before we do, I think we're going to talk about some live shows. Uh, I was out of the country. I didn't go anywhere near live shows. So I don't have anything <laughs> cool to talk about in that category. But... Uh, I will be going to two shows next week. One will be before the next episode, but one will be after the next episode. Ah. What have you seen in the last couple weeks? Well, I went and checked out the show that I guess I apparently booked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not really, but it was the uh, it was the Land of Wolves show when the folks uh, reached out to us and asked us where should we uh, go looking for sh- looking to play a live show. So we hooked them up with the Aces crew. Apathetics was going to play with him, but, you know, Ben's medical issues uh, kept him from uh, even leaving the house. Oh, that's (laughs) terrible. So, yeah, it sucks. I mean, MS is no joke. Right. So, yeah, but he's doing well right now. Yeah, he's doing all right. He just can't have any outside interaction. But we're keeping in touch with him. Cool. Trying to keep his spirits up. Hopefully he'll be ready by uh, uh, some point in August. Right. We shall see. But I went, um, whoops, I went out there uh, to check out the show, and the first two bands had already played, Dream Weapon and the Fancy Lads. Now, I'd never seen Dream Weapon before, so I have no idea what I missed. <laughs> uh, Fancy Lads, I have seen. We played, uh, the last show Apathetics played, we played with them. And, yeah, they were cool. They were cool back then. I assume that they were cool that time, but, again, I missed them. I got there right in time to see Land of Wolves. And Land of Wolves, let me tell you, they were fucking great. Such nice dudes, great performers, great musicians. <clears throat> and, yeah, and their music, it had like a, I told them it's, it had an agnostic front feel to it. And I mean agnostic front from like all different different uh, points in their career. Nice. <laughs> like when they sounded more like a skinhead band or sounded more like a hardcore band, it sounded more like a crossover band or anything like that. They had all those points in there. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I was talking with their uh, uh, guitarist. His, his name I can't remember, but he was uh, uh, he was originally from Boston, and he was tell- telling me how he'd seen like all the Blood for Blood shows. <laughs> I'm like, wow. okay, that explains where you guys' uh, <laughs> influence came from because, yeah, you listen to Blood for Blood, they do run the gamut of like punk metal and hardcore. And, well, skinhead music mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're going on shows with the, uh, with the bruisers, you're bound to rub off on each other. Right. Yeah, so that was, a, that was a fun show. Land of Wolves fucking killed it. There wasn't a lot of people there, but... It, it happens. That show was kind of poorly advertised, and it was kind of up in the air as to who was going to be playing. So we were just, uh, it was kind of a scramble. But they were in good spirits. Cool. And, of course, they told us, if you find your way back up uh, northeast, you know, from Seattle, if you find yourself up there, hit us up. We'll get a show going. Fuck Sweet. yeah. That's awesome. I'd love to do that. Anyway, the other show that I went to was the... Uh, the sort of welcome home show for uh, Mandalore and Absolved, who were out on tour together. And they had a social stigma and bound open enough for him. 
I got there. I was in the middle of my shift at my second job, which is delivering magazines. And I had to get to a good point in my delivery route where I was like, okay, now I can just take a break and go watch the show. Awesome. <laughs> so I did. Unfortunately, I got there after Social Stigma played. So I was bummed to have missed them. I'm sorry, Barrett. I'm sorry, Adrian. I'm sorry, uh, Cole. But I've seen you guys in different iterations <laughs> before. I've been seeing you guys since the beginning. I'm allowed a free pass. <laughs> next time, though. Next time. Uh, but yeah, I got to, I got there as uh, bound was playing. I was sort of listening to them, but more, uh, uh, mingling with all my peers. And then Mandalore goes on. I haven't seen Mandalore in like months. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been a while since I saw Mandalore and got to like uh, scream in Codrad's face. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and of course they fucking, uh, they fucking killed it. I don't think Andrew's in their band anymore. Oh really? Yeah. Because I mean, I mean, I know that he wasn't going on tour with them. They had to get a uh, fill-in basis, which happened to be. Uh, man, I am, I am <laughs> tripping on the names. The singer of Absolved. Okay, he's now playing bass for uh, uh, for Mandalore, and and Andrew was there. He was uh, moshing around. He was getting mic time. In fact, during the song thirteen uh, thirteen, during the "I Got a Grudge, It's Aimed Against You" part, he, Conrad just handed the mic off to Andrew, and he sang it. <laughs> nice. And I was like, that's, that's my part. That's the, <laughs> but you give me the mic. <laughs> that's So he gives any, everyone the mic for that one. Uh, so yeah, Mandalore kicked ass. Then Absolved came on. And Absolved, always fucking bring it. And I keep yelling at them, play the crayon song. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to let me live that down. Crayola Medulla, not once, but twice after, the, they, after they told me the actual title of the track. It'll always be Crayola Medulla to me. <laughs> but at least I will always get Thrill House right, despite the fact that it's, uh, there's a band called Bone Storm. <laughs> All you Simpsons aficionados know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but Absolve fucking kicks ass. They are one of the greatest uh, live bands to see in Salt Lake right now. So if you haven't seen them, check them out. For the love of God, check them out. If you were in any of those states that, in which they were touring and you missed them, you are fucking up, my friends. <laughs> anyway, I am happy that I got to see them once again. <laughs> and they'll be, playing, uh, they'll be playing again sometime this month. Which, uh, you yeah, know, which brings me to the next session. What shows are happening? A lot are happening. Good. Particularly on the 15th. The 15th. We right? have Gogo Bordello at the Union. There's a start. That'll be $35 starting at 7 p.m. Then we got the Aquabats, the Agrolites, and Left Alone. So all you moon stompers better head your ass down to the depot for $30. And that starts at 6 p.m. Great bands. And I love Left Alone. Elvis is awesome. Yeah, he really is. I didn't. I never saw Left Alone, but I saw Elvis when he was playing with the Transplants. Awesome. Yeah, because uh, Transplants uh, they were like pretty fresh. Well, not exactly fresh. They had a uh, you know, like a ten year gap between albums, and then they came back with In a War Zone in 2013, and then they were touring alongside Rancid for their 25th anniversary. So yeah, that's where I saw Transplants. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty cool. It's, they're all right. Anyway, that's uh, yeah, the Aquabat show. That's going to be $30, and it starts at 6 p.m. Meanwhile, Filth Lords, Goat Sifter, and All Systems Fail, three of Salt Lake Punk's heaviest bands, 
We'll be playing at DLC. That is $10. Starts at 8 p.m. Now, what am I going to be doing that night? I will be at, Gr not Granary Road, the Gallivan Center, watching Trampled by Turtles. I'm not a huge Trampled by Turtles fan. So why, Eric, you might be asking, are you going to that show? And that the answer is because Danny Kiranos is opening up for him. Do you not know who Danny Kiranos is? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that is Amigo the Devil. <laughs> so, yeah. And I have this joke that it's like, I'm contractually obliged to see a band if they come through, if they are tattooed on my skin. <laughs> Amigo's logo is tattooed on my hand, the little crux between my index finger and my thumb. So, yeah, I got to go see him. <laughs> it's not that I got to. I want to go see him. <laughs> Last time he was here, he played a pop-up show at Sundance. And cool. I was like, what the fuck? Wish I'd known about that, <laughs> right? And of course, it was in the middle of the day, so I was in the middle of the week, so I was at work. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, but I'm, I'm not gonna miss him this time. I'm gonna try and head on over to that uh, Filth Lord show afterwards because, come on, that's badass. <laughs> also, I gotta point out uh, something else. I sort of went to the uh, Enforced Venom and uh, uh, whoever the fuck else was on that bill, Acid Witch. Yeah, that show at uh, Metro, because I was uh, delivering there, too. Oh, And nice. I went there as they were uh, setting up. I was watching the Venom guys do sound check. I was like, oh, that's pretty rad. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't stick around for that show because I had to be elsewhere. Right. Uh, but really, the only band I wanted to see on that, on that lineup was Enforced. So I went back to their merch table. All the merch was set up, and I was like, hey, are you uh, obliged to sell shirts right now? And he's like, well, yeah, which one do you want? I want the fucking uh, War Remains shirt. <laughs> it's like, well, we got that in a couple sizes left. I know, you got it in XL? That's my size. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, you got it. And I'm wearing it now. I'm repping. Nice. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. Didn't see a show, but I did, I, I did in fact, get a souvenir. Cool. Anyway, that's all happening on the 15th. On the 17th, this is one I am going to go to, X and the English Beat at the Depot. Now, I've seen X before when they played at Punk Rock Bowling in 2017. I want to say that's when it was. No, I think it was 2018. Okay. Uh, but I have not seen the English Beat, and I got to see some OG two-tone fucking uh, when they come through. English Beat was like the first ska band I was introduced to. And it was weird. My dad bought their uh, CD, Beat This, which was like their, you know, their greatest hits. And he bought it for my sister because my sister was listening to Bob Marley. He's like, okay, if you like Bob Marley, you'll like the English Beat. And yeah, that was how uh, me and my sister started listening to, <laughs> to them. And, of course, the first song is the mirror in the bathroom, please don't speak. The door is locked, just you and me. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> get enough of that fucking song. I couldn't get enough of the beat. Those guys are fucking great. Yeah, they, they did call themselves the beat, but, you know, to uh, differentiate themselves from other bands named as such, they call themselves the English beat. Anyway, that's on the uh, 17th. That's at the depot. Going to be $35, 21 plus, and it's at 6 p.m. So I'm going to work my ass into that one. On the 19th, the crack rock band's Low Cash Ninja is going to be coming through. And we're going to have Ribbons, Show Me Island, and 801 Green Tree opening up for them. Now, Low Cash Ninjas is, uh, yeah, it's a crack rock steady type band. Ribbons, you know, they're a fucking uh, crust punk power, power violence band. Show Me Island is, 
the greatest ska band in Salt Lake. Okay. <laughs> like actual ska and 801 Green Tree is a hip hop group. So we got a fucking mixed bag on this show. It's pretty <laughs> rad. That'll be at the Beehive is uh, $10, starts at 7 p.m. And I designed the flyer. So if you see that flyer, you're welcome. <laughs> Conrad. Actually, he's the one who actually hit me up for that flyer. So I got it. Then on the 20th, Boss's Daughter is finally coming back. Yes, they are. And Apathetic's going to be opening up for him along with Tact, Don't Trust Anybody, and Frick. Frick with a period at the end of it. That's going to be at Black Lung. It's only going to be $10. Starts at 7 p.m. And we'll end it on the uh, 21st. 21st got a big thing going on. But first, Clover's Curfew. Yes. Are coming through with Caligo West and the Red Horse Revival and Captain Daniels and the Sunnybrook Sailors. Yes. That's a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be at the DLC in in, uh, Quarters Arcade Bar. And that's going to be $10, 8 p.m. Thank you, Kat, for... uh, uh, for solidifying this show for me, for uh, you know, like booking it, I guess. <laughs> You're a real MVP. Deuces. All right, but also going on is the Utah Is For Lovers Festival. Not necessarily a punk rock festival, though it does have some punk and or punk adjacent bands playing. The first of which, probably the most notable, Alkaline Trio. Okay. And alongside them, we'll have Pup. Hawthorne Heights, Four Years Strong, 303, Plain White Tees, Red Jump Soup, (laughs) Jump Soup, (laughs) I'll jump the soup, Red Jump Suit Apparatus, Secondhand Serenade, Andrew Jackson Jihad, Open Mike Eagle, and House Parties and Stereo Ranger. So a pretty stacked lineup, some punk bands, some more uh, alternative bands. This kind of looks like the... uh, the track listing you see on one of those take ac- action compilations. <laughs> you remember those at all? The, uh-uh. I, I can't remember what label was uh, doing that, but okay. take action was like a compilation, uh, kind of uh, similar to like Punkarama or okay. any of the Warp Tour ones. And it was like all the latest alternative bands in the 2000s. That was ranging from post-hardcore to just hardcore, metalcore, punk rock, and alternative rock. That's basically what this reminds me of. Cool. So it was sort of like a different version of a Warp Tour compilation. It appealed <laughs> to the same crowd. Except for Andrew Jackson Jihad. They were <laughs> notably <laughs> absent from any of those because they had their own thing going on. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I don't know if I would be going to that. I would like to see Alkaline Trio at least once. They keep coming back here, and I keep not going. <laughs> I, I think I'm doing a disservice to myself. <laughs> I would love to see Pup again. I haven't seen Pup in almost almost 10 years. Wow. Yeah, when they played their, uh, I don't know if it was their first show, but they played here at Kilby Court with the Menzingers. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was a fun show. I really I really like that. And then, uh, yeah, the other bands are kind of, uh, eh, kind of hit and miss. I don't really care about most of them, especially 303. I don't like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> Hawthorne Heights would be fun to see, if not just for the nostalgia factor. And just to sort of laugh at like, <laughs> yeah, my uh, my Snapchat handle is still saying sorry 2003. <laughs> I did that as a joke, and it just never bothered to change it. But whatever. It's not like it matters. Though I would love to see AJJ. They are fucking rad. But I feel like they'd be better in a uh, <clears throat> more close-knit venue rather than a main stage at the festival. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but... 
That's going to be going on on the 21st. It's going to be at Granary Row. For those of you who don't know where that is, that's 742 South and 500 West in downtown Salt Lake. Um, <clears throat> if you're buying regular uh, general admission, it's $65. If you're getting a VIP ticket, that's $105. It starts at noon and will go until 10 p.m. Because, you know, noise ordinances. Right. Yeah, but this is a, this is a professionally put-together festival. Just like Sick New World. <laughs> that was professionally put together. No, these ones actually actual professional professionals put this together. So yeah, I doubt that it will be a shit show. Awesome. And that's all I got for upcoming live shows. Anything else would be overkill at this point. Great. Well, I've got a bunch. I'm going to go through them real quick so we can get back to the music. Uh, if you're in Salem, Massachusetts on July 13th, you can go see Sky Tigers, Bricks and Mortar, and Ghost Waves, three-band bill. Uh, it's at 9.30 p.m. is when the show starts, so go check them out. Go follow any of those brand bands on Instagram if you want more details. Bricks and Mortar Oi uh, are our pals, so go check that one out. Bricks and Mortar. <laughs> on July 15th at 7.30, and this is in Paris, so 7.30 their time, uh, you can go see The Young Ones, Fracture, Tenso, Haren, and it's at Le Rigoletto, and that is somewhere in Paris. So uh, go f you can go see at The Young Ones Oi or Fracture underscore punk if you want to get more details. But if you're going to be in Paris on the 15th, you should definitely be going to see those bands. A lot of great bands on that one. Then Antagonizers. They are heading to Austin, Texas. They'll be there this Friday, the 14th, and they'll be playing with Brutality, Inc., The Mean Hearts, The Tasteless Treats, and The Last Ditch, who we played a couple episodes back. That'll be a $15 show at Kick Butt Coffee. Cool venue. I saw a show there back in May. And doors open at 7.30. Looks like music at 8.30. Again, that is this Friday. And Austin, go see Antagonizers. They always put on a great show. And there's five bands for 15 bucks. It's like $3 a band. So go check them out. Next, Hostel City Oi uh, Council, because that's in Philly. They are bringing on July 13th. That's tomorrow, Thursday. Might be today by the time you're listening to this. So if you're in Philly on Thursday, At the Fire is the name of the venue. It's a 21 and older show. Uh, if you don't have your tickets already, tickets will be $12 day of show. And you get to go see Squelette from France, the Beton Army from Montreal, Fuck's Sake from Philly, and Impact Driver from Philly as well. So uh, some cool bands there for uh, 12 bucks. Oh, you're, you're paying like $3, $4. People don't even understand what kind of great deal they're getting. Uh, on July 17th, that's this coming Monday here in Salt Lake, Eric's going to be going and checking out the beat. I'm jealous. I'm going to go see Hub City Stompers because they are amazing, and i got to see those guys. Uh, they haven't been in Salt Lake for quite some time, so I'm glad they are going to be here. I'll go over the rest of their tour in just a moment. Uh, they're going to be playing with Blood Belly Blues from Denver, and then the Makeways. Uh, those three bands, all at Aces High. It's going to be a $15 show. Again, that's Monday the 17th here in Salt Lake. Then you can go see on July 15th in Somerville, South Carolina at Trolley Pub. You can go see 
Reckless Threat, The Jasons, Longshot Odds, Exaggerators. That show starts at 8 p.m. on the 15th. So if you're in Somerville or anywhere near it, you should definitely go check it out. They got some cool bands coming through. This one, man, if you're in San Antonio, Texas, this Saturday, this is for sure a show you should not miss. This lineup is stacked. So many great bands on Uh-oh. this one. Buckle up, folks. <laughs> yes, it's going to be at Deco Ballroom in San Antonio. You get to see the mighty anti-heroes. I mean, legends right there. I just got to see them twice at Punk Rock Bowling, and they're phenomenal. Antagonizers ATL will also be at that show with The Booked, Hard Cell, Hooligan 45, Dog Company, and The Oysters. Uh, man, that is stacked. So many awesome bands. You can go follow uh, Antagonizers, ATL, Hard Cell, Punk, Dog Company. You can find any of those bands over on Instagram if you need any more details. But if you're in, around, or anywhere near San Antonio, it's going to be worth the drive for that one. Uh, Hub City Stompers Tour, their West Coast Tour, uh, we'll be starting Friday uh, in Tacoma, Washington. Then on Saturday, they'll be in Portland, Oregon. They'll be at the Shredder in Boise on the 16th. Like I said, Monday, they'll be here in Salt Lake. Tuesday, the 18th, they'll be at Red Dwarf in Las Vegas. The 19th, Wednesday, they'll be at Supply and Demand in Long Beach. On the 20th next week, Tower Bar, San Diego. At Bricks on the 21st, Friday, that's Maywood, California. And they'll wrap up their tour on Saturday the 22nd at Characters in Pomona. So uh, they are from New Jersey. So get out there and see them West Coast because uh, they're phenomenal. You don't want to miss it. All right, then. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to their show coming up. Uh, Adolescents, we were just talking about this on the last one. They're starting their tour on July 14th in Garden Grove. Then they'll be in San Clemente on the 15th, San Diego 16th. San Fran, 18th, Eugene, 20th, Portland, 21st, Bellingham, Washington, 22nd, Tacoma, 23rd, Boise, 25th, and then here in Salt Lake on the 26th. They'll wrap up their tour on the 28th, and they will be playing with Crazy in the Brains at all the shows, I believe, and then various shows on there with Murphy's Law, Swinging Utters, and Deviates. They will be uh, Mm. with... the deviates here in Salt Lake, in case you're curious. Which I'm bummed because I wanted to see Murphy's Law again. Yes, Murphy's Law. Those guys are a riot live. They are so fucking fun. They're only going to be at the first three shows in Southern California. Yeah, which which sucks. But, yeah, yeah, go to see the adolescents, but go to see Murphy's Law. Jimmy G is a riot. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, oh, God. I love him. I love watching him. He's a fucking... He's a hardcore frontman comedian. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome. Uh, Squillette is also playing July 14th with Beton Army and Battery March, and that's in Haverfill, Massachusetts. And that's a $20 show at 8 p.m., and it's at F6T9W. I don't know what that is, but go, <laughs> go look at batterymarch.boston, and you can get more details. It says to message them for info. Uh, but three great bands there for 20 bucks. so go check that one if, out if you're there. Monday, July 17th, if you're not in Salt Lake, go into the shows that Eric and I are going to, but maybe in San Pablo, Albany, uh, at the Ivy Room. I don't know. San Pablo. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, uh, that must be California. Yes, because neg- it's negative approach, powerhouse, OBHC, Brigada Vendetta, and Fringe Benefits. All four of those bands, that's got to be in uh, California. That's a 21 and older show at the Ivy Room. 7 p.m., $20 tickets. Great stuff, great bands on that one. The Ruffians are going to be starting their tour on the 21st in uh, Europe. And we'll talk more about that next week. But just want to let you know, all you Europeans, that the Ruffians are going to be in your neck of the woods. So go look up at the Ruffians. They'll be there July 21st through August 5th because they're going to be wrapping up that tour in Blackpool at Rebellion Festival on August 5th. So if you haven't heard that yet, well, there you go. I've got a couple more shows uh, in Las Vegas. Francia, formerly Eclipse, album release show. It's brought to us by Asteroid M Records. They're awesome. The bands Laguna, Ugly Boy, The Musket Vine, Jonet Sue, and The Red Sea will all be playing. It's going to be at the space, and that's on July 14th. All of those bands for 15 bucks, and it's an all-ages show. It is... Uh, an 8 p.m. start time, it looks like. So go check them out. Conservative Military Image, they'll be playing with Strangle You, Hard Way Out, and Great Minds. $12 in advance, $15 day of. And the day of is tomorrow, July 13th, at the basement in Nashville. Uh, Doors are at 8.30, music's at 9, so go check that out. Conservative Military Image are awesome. They've been putting out a lot of great tracks. So Nashville Get out there and check them out. I think this is the last one, and it's got some great bands. Uh, This one is Friday the 14th, and it looks like, uh, where's the venue? It's in Hamilton this Friday, so Hamilton in Ontario, so maybe that's somewhere near Toronto. But our friends in ASOP will be playing, SAF will be playing, Barbed Wire Braces, I love that band. They're going to be playing. <clears throat> World Famous Tall Boys are going to be playing. And uh, go check it out. It's no cover, so you can't beat that. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, no uh, excuses at that point. <laughs> yeah, if you're in that neck of the woods, you should be going to check out that show. I think that is a quick scan here shows. Yep, that's all. So, Eric, unless you have something to add, let's get to those albums. Okay, I do have one, well, a couple, but one in, <laughs> one that I forgot explicitly because, well, I forgot that it was happening. <laughs> <laughs> but I was always reminded that it was happening because of my friend and drummer, Sid, who happens to play in the band Frick. She, along with the rest of her band, will be opening up for none other than Lit. Wow. Yeah, Lit. Not here in Salt Lake, but in Camas, Utah, which is a little uh, southeast of here, Weird. up closer to uh, Park City. But they will be playing in the DeJoria Center, and that's a 268 Spring Drive up in Camas. And how much is it going to be? Well, it varies. Uh, front rows, A through C, is going to be $75. Rows D through K going to be 65. Rows L through R is going to be 55. S through W is going to be 45. A VIP booth is going to be 1,000. Uh, balcony seat is going to be 130. So there you go. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So if you can afford that, well, even better. They actually have a uh, a promo. If uh, to get $25 off, or not $25, $20 off by using Frick20 when you buy tickets at HighStarRanch.com. That is going to be on the 14th, so, uh, you know, if you really, really want to see it, 
Uh, you should check them out. Uh, but go see Frick, definitely. They're going to get... If they get door cut from this show, they're going to get fucking banked. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, so yeah, definitely check that out. Also, a couple on the 22nd that I forgot to mention. There's the uh, Eat the Rich Fest with uh, Fight the Future, Bound, Reject, and Exponential Rat at the Beehive. Be uh, $10 and starts at 7 p.m. And then Ankle Biter, who I talked about on an episode ago. And they'll be coming through playing with Wide Man, Johnny Baseball, and Portraits. That's going to be at Black Lungs, $15, and starts at 6 p.m. I love at least two of those bands, so I'm definitely going to go. Johnny Baseball is all right, not my, not quite my style, but <laughs> Wide Man I have never heard of, so we'll just have to see about that. But Ankle Biter, goddamn, I've said it before many times on the last episode, I like them a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... a. Uh, that is the extent of live shows on my end. I will shut up about that. And I will keep talking about my great cover-to-cover -cover album. Yes. <laughs> so this album, well, this band was effectively introduced to me by one Josh Leyland. Josh, my friend, where would I be without thee? <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Josh Leyland is, uh, <clears throat> is my friend who is also the guitarist in The Apathetics. And um, we go back to the days of Suburban Hell Kill. We had a lot of fun time partying and drinking and playing music together. It was a, it was a great time. And nowadays, we're still having a great time, just not so much partying in between. <laughs> but Apathetics, I think, are a better band. Anyway, he introduced me to the band Death by Stereo. Now, Death by Stereo is a band I knew of. I heard their uh, music on uh, Warp Tour compilations, but I listened to them. It was kind of like, eh, that's okay. And when he asked me about them, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm familiar with them, but I haven't heard them. Oh, dude, check this shit out. And he showed them to me, and I was like, dude, these guys are fucking rad. They're so bizarre. <laughs> I was like, this is like a mix between Pennywise, Burn, and 88 Fingers Louie. It's like, it's skate punk, but it can be metal, and it can be hardcore at the same time. And the way that their singer, um, uh, Ephraim, yeah, Ephraim is... <laughs> is going about it, it sounds like he's, uh, it, he sounds like the singer of Burn. You will know why in just a minute, because we're going to be playing some music here, but for those of you who don't know that, uh, who Death by Stereo is, they were a band that formed in 1993 in Orange County, and they're part of that subgenre of uh, skate punk slash melodic hardcore bands that wore their metal influ influences on their sleeves. And hints of their style can be seen, although not fully realized on their first album, If Looks Could Kill, I'd Watch You Die. Oh, by the way, that was the idea of having really cheeky song titles. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was something that carried over into the 2000s, but more on that in a minute. Uh, they released that on Indecision Records in 1999. Now, it feels more like an album whose music is hardcore first, metal second, with more speed, breakdowns, chanting hooks, and... Uh, solos and melodies are more of an afterthought. Not saying it's bad. It's still a great record to listen to, but their, their sound wasn't fully realized until Day of Death came about. And that was the album Josh introduced these guys to me with. So I was like, okay, this is where it, they're really laying it down. All the aforementioned traits are still here, but all are equally represented. It was released on Epitaph in... Uh, what was it, 2001? Yeah, 2001. And the album caught on as music in both the metal and punk camps were combining soft and hard elements in their sound. Not 
exactly mixing them together, but rather flipping the switch in one song from hard vocals and heavy riffs to soaring singing and sultry guitar melodies. You know, if you listen, you listen to a song by Killswitch Engage, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, it starts off kind of nice, sweet, and swooning little guitar melodies, and then it gets right into that heavy fucking riff, carries on into the verse, and the singer is just yelling all over it, then it gets to that sweet, sultry chorus, <laughs> and then the heaviness comes back, and then it does that thing again with the chorus, and then break down, chug a and then comes back to the chorus, and then the song ends. That's basically what the music was <laughs> in the, throughout the 2000s. And you heard that in post-hardcore bands, you heard that in metalcore bands, you heard that in... Yeah, even some hardcore bands were kind of uh, pulling that through with uh, you know, bands like Wisdom and Chains and Stick to Your Guns and uh, uh, Comeback Kid. They were just doing it in their own style. They didn't sound like each other. And Death by Stereo does not sound like another band, I tell you, <laughs> at least on this album. So now that I've built them up enough, let's talk about the first song, No Shirt, No Shoes, No Salvation. That starts off the album with, uh, it kind of sounds like a thrashy, hardcore song. It's closely, kind of more closely related to Agnostic Front mid-career, like a... Uh, Somewhere around the something's got to give to uh, uh, to the Warriors era of Agnostic Front. <laughs> we'll say that. And and Scholes, he uh, Ephraim Scholes, he sounds pretty close to uh, Roger Murray as far as his vocals were sounding back then. And they've got the chants, they got the solos, they got some soaring melodies in the chorus. On paper, it sounds janky, but in the right hands, in practice. It comes together seamlessly. So if you don't believe me, well, you're going to hear it now, folks. Here is No Shirt, No Shoes, No Salvation by Death by Stereo. Shit. With the face of the feeling, we must run again. In this world, 
<laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Good Lord, it goes all over the place, but it's a fun time. Oh, man. Have you listened to these guys, Dustin? Uh, it's been a while. Yeah. I've, I've listened to Ephraim more recently in Manic Hispanic and more recently or back and forth, however you want to go with it, with mm-hmm. doing Voodoo Glow Schools now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. God, I forgot about Manic Hispanic as well. Those guys were a lot of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I forgot how uh, crazy these songs could be. Like, we were coming home from band practice uh, earlier this week, uh, me and Josh, and uh, he's got his uh, little car, but he doesn't have the stereo working, so he's got his little uh, Bluetooth speaker just up on the dashboard, and that's how he's listening to music. I'm like, hey, I remember I remember, I had to do that, too. Uh, so, so, yeah, and he started uh, playing this album, and I, I forgot how much fun it really was. So, yeah, it reignited some, uh, reignited some good memories in me, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I got to talk about this one. So... <laughs> So yeah, what's what's the other song that really stood out to me? Well, the one that had uh, arguably the longest title. Yes. <laughs> yep. The title goes as follows: Porno, sex, drugs, lies, money, and local government. <laughs> yeah. What exactly is this about? Well, it's. Uh, let me say this: it's got all the aforementioned musical traits represented here, so no need to uh, no need to reaffirm that. But this just happens to be their catchiest. <laughs> and you'll, you'll probably understand why. Like, uh, yeah, you know how it just sort of flip-flops from the heavy side to the uh, sing-song side? Yeah, they do that a lot here. <laughs> uh, and the lyrics are all about calling out authoritative figures and saying that their intrinsic thoughts in the lower brain aren't so different from yours and mine. It's best summed up in this, uh, in this line. Priests, politicians, and cops like to fuck just as much as you and me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that lyric until Josh actually pointed that out. I was like, oh, dude, that is funny. <laughs> that is really great. So, so, yeah, I got nothing more to really say about that song. It's a loaded title. It's, got, it's loaded with lyrics, loaded with sounds. It's Death by Stereo. What do you expect? So here is P-S-D-L-M-L-G.
I can just imagine their shows back in the day going just off the fucking wall. <laughs> it's like you just get a bunch of skate punks and hardcore kids and uh, I don't know what else the fuck be listening to these guys, but <laughs> I can imagine it going pretty fucking wild. So, so yeah, Death by Stereo, they're, they're still going. They're still fucking going, but I don't know if they could recapture the magic that was this fucking album, Day of the Death. So... <laughs> Yeah, but whatever. Thank you, Josh, for reigniting my excitement of this album. It, yeah, you were right. Death by Stereo still kicks ass. <laughs> but of course, he's a perfectionist and has a very, <laughs> has a very uh, discerning taste, saying that everything else they did uh, just didn't sound good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, 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 we get it. But this was one of his crossover bands because back in the day, he was a total metalhead. He was like way, way big on the likes of Corn and. System of a Down and uh, uh, and and those types of bands and his friends were listening to punk but he couldn't get into couldn't get into that so hardcore was that nice little middle ground getting into bands like uh, Blood for Blood and Hatebreed and Death by Stereo so this was one of his uh, bridging the gap bands and then eventually he found Alkaline Trio nice <laughs> yeah I'm just giving his whole biography on here I say <laughs> Alkaline Trio because that's the only band. Uh, other than murder dolls, that I know he has tattooed on them on wow. on on his on his arm. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, like I said, everyone in the apathetics loves not just loves worships alkaline trio, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> like guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like alkaline. I really do. I respect those guys. They are a great band, but I just. They just haven't latched on to me as they have done you. <laughs> they're pretty okay. Yep, they're they're pretty okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I like them enough to uh, humor doing a uh, cover song, which is a private eye. Nice. Yeah, we've covered that one. Uh, not every set, but most every every time. Yeah, we need to do some other covers. Now that I think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Oh, and they told me it's like they told me before I got here. Hey, play Bonnie and Clyde on the punk cast. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Next time, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's one of our new songs. Not released yet. So if I can go ahead with the permission of the band, I'll probably just uh, play that as a promo. Like a cool Ooh. song. Awesome. They said it's our Ruby Soho. I'm like, eh, kind of. It's structured cool. that way. Is it going to be as big? It's uh, a pretty uh, tall order to fill. Because you're going up against fucking rancid, man. Well, we're looking forward to comparing. Yeah. It sounds great, though. It, it sounds great, and I'm happy the way that that song turned out because of, man, I worked my ass off in those fucking bass lines. I'm like, this, god damn it. I still don't even think I did it right. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to notice that. Anyway, let's, uh, let, let's, let's move on. You're talking about a fucking classic band here. Right. So uh, on Punkanoi Worldwide, I'm doing several episodes with England. I shouldn't say England, UK, right? And uh, splitting it up, doing various areas. And one of the more recent episodes I did was Classic London. So classic bands based out of London. And I realized when I was playing those bands, because I have another one coming up in a week or two, which will feature this band, which is Blitz. Uh, it'll It's other classic punk bands from England, not based in London, which is going to be another mm. packed episode. Point is... 
I'm looking at it and I'm looking at all these bands and I love all these bands and a lot of them are reasons why I love punk so much and I'm looking back at the punk cast and over on Punk and I Worldwide, I've mm. barely played any of these bands. <laughs> I've barely played any of this music. <laughs> you know, when I started, the very first episode, very first song I played was a brand new track from Cox Bar, their album at the time, right? And... Uh, and then Chris and I did an episode which was just each of us picking tracks off of various Cox bars. So, yes, I have played them. But mm-hmm. minus that, really haven't delved that deep into bands such as The Clash. I mean, everybody's li- – the, the radio's played the shit ton out of some of those bands, so I haven't oh, really yeah. tried to go that route. But there are bands such as Blitz, and I'm thinking – you know, if you're unfamiliar with Blitz for some reason, New Age, everybody knows New Age. That song's been covered by a lot of other punk bands. It's pretty great. I wanted to do something else. Yeah, it's Blitz's uh, London Calling. Right. <laughs> well, actually, I think uh, Should I Stay or Should I Go has surpassed that song in terms of uh, popularity. Relevancy, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Voice of a Generation is the album that I picked. So Blitz started in 1980. They weren't one of the 76 slash, you know, putting out the release in 77 punk bands. They started in 80 after all these bands. But uh, New Mills in Derbyshire, that's where they're from in England. Again, they started in 80. They're a classic. This album, Voice of a Generation, is a classic. We're going to play a couple tracks uh, like I said, we're not playing New Age. I might end up playing that when, in a couple weeks when I have Blitz on Punkanoi Worldwide. But here, we're going to play two tracks. Let's kick off the first one, We Are The Boys. Take it. 
that's that sounds like the Oi Giants to me. <laughs> <laughs> Love Blitz, they're awesome. Uh, Voice of a Generation's great. The band's been around; they put out shit tons of songs. Uh, you definitely should check them out if you haven't. And for me, like uh, doing the podcast, we come across so much new music, and even going back, it isn't always going back into the classics. And having doing that currently mm. over on Punkanoi Worldwide, I think that is going to translate over at least a little bit. So probably on my great cover-to-cover albums is where I will probably be doing it. Oh, yeah. And I foresee see doing some more. But, man, I realized, like, I don't think I played Blitz at all. <laughs> and we've been doing the podcast like six years, three years for uh, – or no, four years for Punkanoi Worldwide, and I hadn't played them. So yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny when I come across bands like that as well. I'm yeah. Like, Wait, how did I oversee this? Right. It's like I've been listening to this album for ten years. How have I not played anything from it? Right. Uh, then I also think that's oh, because everybody knows it. Right. <laughs> like that's why I haven't talked about Outcome the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> True. But I love that album, you know. But what can I say about it that hasn't already been said? True. Yeah. Maybe just wait for it to become popular again. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, again, as if it ever fell out of popularity. <laughs> True. Well, I'm going to do one more, and then we'll wrap up the show. This one is 4Q. I think you know what that means. I do. <laughs> It stands for four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> so why not just name it a dollar? Oh, wait, the England, you know, that'd be a, a pound. <laughs> and speaking of pounds, do these guys have some pounds? Like pounding. Right? <laughs> hey, fuck you. <laughs> They're uh, awesome. It's just it's like you listen to a band like Blitz and uh, you know, and the Foreskins and Coxbar. They have that same type of tone in their voice. Some more higher pitched, some more lower and gravelly. But sure, it's like you hear that sound, that very distinct sound. You know, it's a skinhead band, right? And that's uh, Blitz is just one of those bands that sort of set that caveat alongside their peers. So yeah, stoke the the I'm stoked that people still remember them. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, you know, throwing a few other of those classic albums on there from other great classic bands. It's not just exclusive to England, London, whatever, but 
just noticing a lot. I mean, England is debatably, you know, some people say it was the Ramones, some people say, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to get into that debate, but <laughs> England was thick with punk and has been incredibly thick with punk since its origins. <laughs> Come on, it was Avril Lavigne. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Blitz is awesome. Uh, go check out Voice of a Generation. Go listen to the rest if you haven't. Go check out the rest of the band. You'll be busy for hours and hours because there is a lot there. Let's wrap up the show, though. Eric, what do you got to wrap up the show with? Well, I got a band that I don't believe I've ever played on this show in my time doing it. And, yeah, probably for good reason, because who the fuck doesn't know about Nirvana? True. <laughs> yes, I'm playing Nirvana, but come on, you know me by now. I think. <laughs> Dependent <laughs> on the listener. But you know I'm not going to go and play fucking... I'm Nirvana. Everybody knows this fucking song, and I'm as sick of it as much as Kurt Cobain was. He hated that song. Yeah. Is yes. it "Come as You Are"? Uh, no, no, nope, not that one. Yeah. <laughs> although, although, uh, I will get into that in just a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the thing is, uh, Nirvana is such a hot button issue these days. They basically, they basically become. They basically become the Beatles in the fact that just their name is maligned with any fan. <laughs> Anyone it's like, you love Nirvana? Fuck you. You're wearing a Nirvana shirt? I bet you don't know a song besides Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I do. I know uh, I know, I know. Uh, uh, heart in a Box. It's pronounced Heart Shaped Box, dumbass. <laughs> That's, I don't care. I don't care. I don't think Kurt cares anymore. Mm, I don't not. think he does a lot anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Courtney, you fuck. Okay, I'm not going to get down that dusty road. But the thing is, I like Nirvana. I really do. I've liked them ever since I have started listening to them when I was a teenager. And yes, my introduction to them was Nevermind, admittedly. But come on. Nevermind was huge before I was born. So... So yeah, of course it's the album that everybody's introduced to when they're looking at you know music that they their parents listen to. <laughs> Actually, my dad never really listened to Nirvana, but I did discover them because it was like, oh yeah, that's the band that has the uh, the naked baby on the on their <laughs> album cover, right? <laughs> yeah, who uh, it now it comes back every couple of years trying to sue the band for uh, sexual harassment for doing that shit. I'm like, dude, he does, but he loses every time. Yeah, I know. God, what a... What a you, go home. <laughs> it's like, come on. You're, you're still living off the royalties. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I'm not playing In Bloom. I'm not playing Come As You Are. I'm not playing fucking uh, uh, Heart Shaped Box. I mean, because I heard those songs a million and one fucking times. If I wanted to get into some deep cuts, I'd be playing Polly. I'd be playing radio-friendly Unit Shifter. I'd be playing Rape Me. Yeah, they have a song called that. Or if I really wanted to fuck with you, I would just play Endless Nameless, the hidden track on Nevermind that is literally just noise. <laughs> and they have played it live. Wow. It's, it's just them smashing their instruments. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's get back to what song I'm going to be playing. I'm taking a song from their live album, MTV Unplugged in New York. That's a big hit, too, the album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course it was, because 
was Nirvana. Yeah, <laughs> true. But that was the thing. If you guys don't remember, that was like the uh, MTV always did these uh, uh, did these little uh, session concerts where bands, the big bands, would play their hits in an acoustic version. They did it with Nirvana. They did it with Alice in Chains, and they did it with Corn, and so on. And they're expected to go on, play a set list, uh, you know, 10 to 15 songs, and they have to play the crowd pleasers. But Nirvana was just like, yeah, we're not doing that. (laughs) We'll still play the show, but we're going to do some deep cuts and some covers. Nice. Mm. Yeah, they still played some originals. They did do About a Girl. They did do, they did Dumb. They did Polly. They did On a Plane. And they did All Apologies. And they did Come As You Are. And I think that's the superior version. Nice. Yeah. The acoustic version of Come As You Are, I may end up playing this at some point. (laughs) But they also have songs like their cover of Man Who Sold the World by David Bowie. They also have, uh, excuse me, they also got the song Lake of Fire by the Meat Puppets. But the song that I want to talk about is their cover of Lead Belly's Where Did You Sleep Last Night. Oh, I thought it was going to be Jesus Wants Me for a Sunbeam or whatever that track is. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Wants Me for a Or maybe they sang Doesn't Want Me for a Sunbeam. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. It's, a, <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard it. As uh, Kurt Cobain put it, it's like, this is a song by the Vaselines. Well, actually, it's a rendition of an old Christian song, but we play it the Vaselines way. <laughs> so, yeah. The one that I got was Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Lead Belly. Lead Belly, he was an old blues man. I mean, turn of the century alongside Robert Johnson. He was one of those guys. Lead Belly, it's sort of sort of unknown how he got that uh, nickname. Some people say that he was shot in the gut. <laughs> oh, that would but, make sense. But, you know, it hasn't, been, uh, it hasn't been confirmed, at least not since I last uh, looked into it. And Lead Belly, he was, uh, he was a man with a, sort of a checkered past. <laughs> Had a checkered lifestyle. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah, he was uh, known for beating beating his ladies. He was known for uh, threatening people uh, with murder, even. Uh, yeah, the nickname should have been changed to Broken Jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> God damn! It's like uh, it reminds me of that Metalocalypse episode, Blues Clock, where they go into the deep south to get in touch with the, uh, you know, their blues, the roots, and. And their guy, their uh, their guide, Mashed Potato Johnson, <laughs> is telling him, "You want dark and brutal? Let me tell you about these blues." <laughs> and he's talking about the uh, just some of the crazy and most brutal histories of these uh, blues, these blues artists. I mean, it's you know, it's fictionalized, but it is based on some of their and some of these guys. They're from the deep south. They're living in some rugged and unfair upbringings. Of where do you think the blues came from? <laughs> <laughs> Life sucks for them. <laughs> so, so yeah, this one, <laughs> it's uh, it's sort of a, it's a cover of a, where did you sleep last night? And that's uh, really uh, Lead Belly repeating, you know, my girl, my girl, don't lie to me. Tell me where did you sleep last night? You know, on the grounds of thinking that he's uh, he's getting swindled by his loved one. <laughs> so, so yeah, I chose this one because. You know, you think of Nirvana covering a blues song. I bet you never expected this. <laughs> Who the fuck is Lead Belly? <laughs> that was my that was my question. So good on you for bringing something uh, relatively unknown to the masses via MTV. So here is Nirvana's rendition of an old blues classic. My girl, tell me where did you sleep last night? 
Yeah, and that's the closing track of that album. That's how they ended the show. <laughs> Pretty bleak. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as to the subject of that song, I was way off. It's not about uh, Lead Belly B and so uh, love sick that his wife is cheating on him. No, it's actually a lot more grim than that. It doesn't say explicitly what she was doing, but it more like uh, 
it more kind of gives way to this possibility that his wife, uh, well, let me just read these lyrics. Her husband was a hard-working man just about a mile from here. His head was found in a driving wheel, but his body was never found. Like, <laughs> oh, so that's what you're hinting at. You're, this girl's a murderer. <laughs> Shit. Like I said, dark and brutal. <laughs> the, the blues got... There's a reason why uh, metal was heavily influenced by such. It's the devil's music. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're just saying that because it was black people singing <laughs> the blues. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, I loved uh, I love Nirvana's rendition of that classic blues song. You Check out the original as well. I mean, yeah, it's about as uh, grainy and as uh, fucky as a production as it can get, but... When music's coming out in the twenties and thirties, you kind of had to kind of had to take what you could get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, power to that one. I'll probably revisit this one. I'll revisit Nirvana a little bit more because they do have some actual good songs. Yeah, trust me, they do, and some of them are just great covers, like the song uh, "Love Buzz." Dude. Yeah, that's actually a song by a band from the 60s called Blue Thunder. I didn't know that because who the fuck remembers those guys? (laughs) And, okay, apparently Nirvana did. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. Where did you sleep last night? (laughs) Fucking A. So, So dark and brutal. What else can I say? All right, we're going to wrap up the show with the track I've got. Uh, maybe more of an alternative, a little, little less punk, but we'll check it out, see what you think. We're bookending the show with Australia. Uh, Eric kicked it off <laughs> yes, with uh, Mahler from Newcastle. Uh, Jovi Schuyler is from Sydney, Australia. Received an email from Jovi Schuyler about two months ago, back in the middle of May. Uh, Jovi released... Nothing to Do, which is an LP on May 19th. Jovi is a punk rocker, singer, songwriter, and DIY music video maker. Uh, This particular track is If You Think So, and it is a Beatlesque inspired song that explores the toxicity of falling into friendships that do more harm than good. Man, Mm. yeah, we got to recognize those. Uh, We're going to wrap this up. Thank you, Jovi, for sharing music with us. We're going to check this out now. Uh, If you think so, off of Nothing To Do, let's wrap up the show.
alternative something or another you know I, I wasn't exactly sure but it kind of fits in with you know certain tracks i remember from the breeders or something like that you know that came from that 90s yeah. uh, alternative scene yeah it did that's it certainly had that aura about it right well if you think so that's the track go check it out uh, again it was on that full length uh, nothing to do, and thank you, Joby Schuyler. Thank you to everybody who shared their music. Thank you for everybody that tuned in and has listened all the way up to this point. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Player FM, Podbine, Verbal, and SLCPunkCast.com. Go check out Pow Radio as well. The bands are found on Instagram at MahlerNCHC, at baited underscore music, at small town syndrome, at half as bad underscore ATX, at world I hate MKE, at K underscore cobras underscore punk rock, at death by stereo band, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram on my personal pro- profile at Sierra Uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. And you can find my bands Anonymous and Apathetics on there as well at Anonymous underscore Band Official and at theapathetics.slc. And our Facebooks are at Anonymous SLC and at The Apathetics. Listen to us on Bandcamp and keep an eye out for merch, anonymousslc.bandcamp.com and theapathetics.bandcamp.com. Check out my other podcast, Lead Melodies, on Instagram at leadmelodies underscore podcast, on Facebook at lead.melodies.podcast.slc. You can j- listen to the episodes on anchor.fm slash leadmelodies and check out the SLC Hardcore page on Facebook if you want to keep up to date with any shows that are happening in or around the Salt Lake City area. Awesome. Well, the bands are also found on Facebook at Mahler NCHC, at Baited PEI, 
at Small Town Syndrome, at Half As Bad, at K-Cobra's Punk Rock, at Death by Stereo, at Blitz Street Punk UK, at Joby Skyler Music, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Once again, thank you, everybody, that uh, helps make all this happen. The, those that listen keep us going, and those that share the music continually give us more and more. And just so you know, like <laughs> I said, I was out of town last week. I have a ton of emails I'm trying to work through, and we will definitely get to them between this show and Punkanoi Worldwide. And another great thing about Power Radio is it's going to give us an opportunity to get to people's music quicker. Might not always be on the podcast, so when you reach out to us, let us know where you'd prefer it to be played. But uh, also, we don't want to wait forever on music that you share with us, so we're going to try to get everything or to it as quickly as possible. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, I got a couple. Uh, one thing that was cool, at the, uh, at the Mandalorian Absolve show, I was introduced by Conrad to the founder of the SLC Hardcore page. Oh, cool. And I don't remember his name, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I talked to him. It was like, yeah. And then it was uh, passed down to Joe Jackson, and then uh, he gave it to uh, my friend Destiny. And then uh, Destiny deleted her Facebook and decided to make me the admin, and I've been running it ever since. Awesome. <clears throat> So, yeah, that's uh, what I've been doing. And also, I just had to share this uh, funny bit of information. It looked like fake news, but I, I went and looked it up, and it's true. There is a Burger King in Thailand that made a burger without the burger and is nothing but 20 slices of American cheese. Gross. <laughs> so there is a cheeseburger <laughs> minus the burger. <laughs> I was like, okay. Thailand is like, ha, take that, vegetarians. You wanted a meatless burger. Well, here it is. <laughs> Shit. So, so, yeah, I thought that was a funny bit of information, but then I'm just thinking, yeah, Morrissey's probably going to boycott Thailand now <laughs> just, just because of that. And also I'm thinking, oh, it's Wallace's Paradise. Jeez, Gromit. And he does the little, <laughs> the little hand thing. <laughs> We're going to go somewhere where there's cheese. We're going to go to this place, Thailand. They got a great cheese sandwich there. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's all I that's all I felt like I had to share. Just some funny things happening around the world. Play the fucking outro.